Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Staring, live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Uh, so, I'm so glad you're joining me tonight. So, uh, this week was as insane as always. Uh, the Attorney General Bill Barr went before the House Judicial Committee and... The House Judicial Committee, let me tell you, is just a place of absolute decorum and respect. I mean, it's at the point where, you know, you just can't help but feel like things are going to get done because, you know, people just, they want to hear what you have to say. They're ready and willing to listen to opinions that yeah, maybe you might not necessarily like, but... That's what you do when you're in leadership, when you're in Congress, and you're in charge of oversight, and you bring the head of the Justice Department in, and you ask questions, rather pointed ones, about their response to looters and rioters and all of that. No, you look like an idiot. I know. Really, that's not that's that's what we like to happen. That's the happy, happy, fun time version of what we would like to see. Unfortunately, um, as one of my Twitter friends has on his handle, Congress is a council of pirates. And they demonstrated it wholeheartedly. When you have... Members of Congress, again, they are there for oversight. They want transparency. They want to know why the Justice Department does things the way they do. And when they ask these pointed questions, they make horrible, horrible accusations against uh, the Attorney General. And they expect an answer from him. The second he opens his mouth, he's met with, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. It it was like listening to one of those horrible, horrible repeat videos where they keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. And you can't help but feel the frustration. Someone would have be sitting there for hours being denigrated, insulted, maligned, slandered, just to not be able to say anything to the people attacking you. 
Tony says, absolute decorum and respect, huh? Is that uh, like Gene Wilder's uh, quiet dignity and grace in Young Frankenstein? Yes. And I felt like Igor with the whole, ah, quiet dignity and grace. He's good as home. It was an absolute uh, defecation show. Again, PG-13, you know what I mean. But when they act like they, they're so aggrieved when they're trying to shout, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, and uh, Bill Barr was trying to talk over them because you're going to accuse me of something, I'm going to respond. And then I expected more respect out of you. Like, really? Here you are berating the man and not even giving him an opportunity to answer the charges against him, and you expected more out of him? Have you lost your damn mind? I mean, this is what we all should have expected was going to happen. Of course, what would have been nice, what would have been nice is if every time the Republican members of that committee got their five minutes to ask questions, if they just redirected to the Democrat ahead of them. It's like, you know, if Jim Jordan got the opportunity, he had said, uh, Mr. Barr, I appreciate you uh, speaking today. Would you please answer the questions that the gentleman from here asked? The gentlewoman from there asked. Uh, Lady Dye says on the chat box that uh, Republicans are spineless. Absolutely. They, they have all the spine in the world whenever it comes to campaign promises. Whenever it comes to asking tough questions of the opposition, whenever they're drugged before a committee, they have all the spy in the world. They're, but when it comes to actually doing anything when they're in charge, um, they, they wilt like weak old broccoli left out in the sun. There's nothing there. And... For these moose knuckles to expect us to actually want to continue to vote for them when they don't do anything? I mean, for the first two years of the Trump presidency, he had the House, he had the Senate, he had the White House. Almost anything could have gotten done. Granted, the Senate was by the slimmest of margins that they had it. And so certain things would have been kind of hard to get through without having that whole supermajority thing. However, they fail to do anything because they're absolutely feckless. I mean, how long did they run against Obamacare? They had the opportunity, if they needed a simple majority to get rid of Obamacare in the Senate, well, they left it up to John McCain. 
and I'm not going to denigrate John McCain's military career. However, as a senator, he was absolutely dog crap worthless. No, 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 I, I take that back. That's insulting to the dog crap. He was beyond worthless. He would sell, he would sell his own party out at the drop of a hat just because <gasps> Donald Trump said something mean about me. Boo-hoo. I'm, I'm sorry. You were a prisoner of war for five years. You had your shoulders ripped out of the sockets. But you can't handle Donald Trump saying a mean thing about you? Give me a dang break. But, you know, the, getting back over to the house and their bullcrap, I mean, how are we to expect anything to get done when they just put on a clown show? I mean, and really, a lot of these hearings, that's all they are, is just another opportunity to stand up and posture in front of the cameras. And, you know, what the Democrats did was absolutely despicable. I mean, even their side can look through the bullcrap of, yeah, yeah, make him explain it. Wait, wait, you, you cut him off? I mean, I thought Hank Johnson's uh, time reclamation was going to uh, tip over and uh, capsize because I, I, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming, reclaiming my time. It's just awful to listen to. And it just went on and on and on. And then as it got towards the end, which it already started late because apparently uh, Jerry Nadler's driver got into a bit of a uh, fender bender on the way in. And so it delayed things. Or at least that's the official story is that, oh, it's a fender bender. I'll, I'll be there. Now, I haven't seen any documentation or pictures that, you know, he was actually in a fender bender. You know, and, but I, I'm going to do my best to avoid putting on the uh, Alex Jones tinfoil hat. But it, it just seemed rather convenient that they allow uh, Attorney General Barr to sit there and just kind of stew and wait and wait, and then wait some more, because, you know, it's it's what they do. It's a, a strong-arm tactic. <laughs> uh, Tony said, uh, Jerry Nadler got his nose stuck in the fly again. Boom. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's because Jerry Nadler likes to, you know, hike his belt line all the way up to the old nipples. I, for some reason, that's a uh, that's a very popular style with old fat men. Is just hike those darn things up as tall as you can get them. I I guess when he when he gets suit tailored, instead of going for the waistline, do they go for his bust line when figuring his uh figuring up his pants size? 
Well, uh, Mr. Nadler, I don't know how you have a uh, 40-inch waist and a 38-inch bust line, but okay, I guess we'll have to, uh, you know, make this kind of a pear-shaped pair of pants to get around you there. And it's just, but you know, they make him sit and sit and sit, and then they make him sit some more, and then when, you know, he has the Horrible when Attorney General Barr has the audacity to ask for something as simple as, I don't know, a five minute break. And as he said, I've been waiting here all morning. It started an hour late, waiting on you to get here. You know, I you know, like to get a bite to eat. I'm pretty sure that was him nicely saying, I need to pee. And then, you know, you know, oh, we're going to be done in just a few minutes. You can wait. I, I love that Bill Barr's, well, you're a real class act. Hey, yeah, Attorney General Barr did get some good zingers in um, when asked about using pepper balls to, and tear gas to get the protesters out in front of the church. Don't you know the uh, the city diocese and... The, the national leader of the Episcopalian Church, they they have uh, condemned your, you know, your chasing off the crowds, for, you know, so the president can have a photo op. Was, and then Bill Barr just looks at him and goes, was that before or after the fire was put out? Because apparently, it's okay to burn a historic Episcopalian Church because oh they're protesting police violence because it, and, and the, all, the only way to do it is through through wanton destruction of, of property okay well why is that okay but chasing off the protesters who by the way they're on federal property Last time I checked, if they're on federal property, it is within the right of the federal government to remove them from said property, whether they are protesters or not. If you crash the gates at a military installation to protest because, oh, we can be here, it's it, it's public property. Well, no, it's actually federal property and Yes, you may pay taxes, you may technically be a part owner as a citizen and taxpayer of this country, but you don't have the right to crash through gates. I also love how people are like, oh, they were peaceful protesters in the crowd. Oh, they don't know why they chased them off. Um, Peaceful protesters in the crowd, they were making targeted attacks on the different gates of the White House, resulting in the injury to approximately 50 uniformed Secret Service uh, officers. So to sit and say that, oh, they ran them off, they used chemical weapons, uh, it was well within their right. Just like when they're asking about, well, why are they, why are they firing tear gas into these, into these mobs Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say mobs? Oh, my God. I'm so awful. When they were firing t 
tear gas into these throngs of peaceful protesters in Portland outside the federal courthouse. You know, they're, they're hiding amongst, you have agitators, agents provocateur, if you will, hiding amongst the actual peaceful protesters. They're hiding behind the moms. You remember seeing the pictures of the moms in the yellow shirt standing in front of all these protesters? Oh, we're moms. We're here to, to say how bad you are and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, there's people behind them who are throwing bricks and Molotov cocktails and fireworks. I mean, it, it reminded me of the South Park movie when they sent the one... Hey, lady died. There's your, fav- your favorite person, Copper. There you go. You know, they, they sent their they sent the one platoon of black soldiers to the front lines in the invasion of Canada. <laughs> Lady dies reclaiming her time because the dog was barking. Yes, I'm not going to reclaim my time. She had important things to say. Mostly, hey, cat, what are you doing up there? I want to eat you. Um but you know, on South Park's move, they sent the one platoon of black soldiers as the leading edge into Canada. And it was called Operation Human Shield. That is what all these veterans who were staying in front of the protesters were. These are what all these moms were. These are these these forcefully shouting, yet nonviolent protesters were doing. They were human shields. Oh, well, they're not going to shoot them with the rubber bullets if we're behind them throwing rocks. No, but they will tear gas the crap out of you. They will pepper spray everyone because here's the thing. Lots of people get hurt as collateral damage when you're attacking from a crowd. Um... I've seen this in person in Afghanistan where uh, insurgents would lob grenades from a booth in the bazaar to attack uh, Afghan National Police, Afghan National Army soldiers who were you know, making a patrol through the market. And next thing you know, our, our cop, our uh, combat outpost, is running... Uh, a medevac call on three military or police members and two, three children who just happen to be in the area. They don't care about the crowds. They're using the crowd as a means to escape. They're using the crowds as a means to deflect the rubber bullets, as a means to, um, to catch a lot of the CS gas. It's absolutely ridiculous that these clowns in Congress want to look at the AG and see everything he's doing is bad and evil and wicked. When Jerry Nadler is asked by 
a uh, by a reporter. Uh, what do you think about these these uh, the Antifa people who are attacking these courthouses? Antifa is a myth that's being used to stir up sentiments in Washington D.C. Huh. Well. Okay, well, what would if if it's a myth? What do you call the rabble rousers who are out there trying to, I don't know, inflict violence, incite violence, to damage this courthouse? They go through with uh, the great big gas-powered cutting wheels, and they try to cut down the fences. They g- take industrial-grade fireworks. You know, the kind you go spend money to see at, you know, a big fireworks spectacular. The kind that my uncle used to work with whenever he did pyrotechnics as a career. And they light the fuse and throw them through the windows. You, but our, yeah, our federal marshals aren't allowed, they're not permitted to protect that building. It's kind of their job. Um, As I I pointed out last week, federalism is a two-way street. The federal government does not have the power to conduct local policing. They may assist, they may provide resources, but they don't have the power to conduct local policing. Just like local policing, the local police do not have the power to conduct federal policing. They may assist, they may provide resources, but that's not their duty. Their job is to protect the rights and property of the locals, of their jurisdiction. However, if they refuse to do their job to protect the rights and property as they are mandated by the Constitution and by the Declaration of Independence, then it is the federal federal police's job, you know, FBI, uh, U.S. Marshals, blah, 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 blah. It is their job to go in and go, okay, if you're not going to do your job, we're going to do it for you to get out of our way. And... Right now, in Portland, they have a mayor who openly antagonizes the U.S. Marshals, uh, Homeland Security soldiers, Customs and Border Patrol agents who were brought in from the border. You know, these are the guys who are out there hiding in the hiding in the scrub brush. That's the reason why you see you see the guys who are oh, those are soldiers. No, they're not soldiers. They are Customs and Border Patrol, and they're in their camis that they were wearing while hiding in the brush to catch the damn coyotes. Trying to, you know, and the human smugglers and and the drug runners who are bringing people across the border illegally. That's why they're in those uniforms. That way they can hide and not be seen. It's a crazy concept when you're trying to con- trying to conduct the covert operations. And 
And then on top of it, oh, they don't have their names posted. Yeah, there's a reason they don't have their names posted because, I don't know, they don't want to get doxxed and have people show up at their house. I mean, on Twitter tonight, I was seeing someone, you know, one of my buddies who's being told, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to send a mob to your house. Yeah, well, you know what? That's a threat. Report. I, I hope I hope that they get, I hope that ends up in a permaban. That would be awesome. Be nice to see it happen to someone, someone so wonderful. But um, yeah, it is. I said Congress has absolutely lost their minds. When, which I think the best part of all of it, I wish I'd had time to get everything put together. Because there's a great video that was done that took Bill Barr's best lines when he was allowed to actually speak during this hearing. And they compiled them together into a nice little compilation video. But in the background, um, it has from when Bill Barr was sworn in as the Attorney General and the Washington, D.C., uh, bagpipers came in. They started, you know, playing, and Bill Barr grabs a bagpipe and he plays along with them. Which I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that video. I was like, wait, that man can play bagpipes. I am impressed. But just hearing him playing the bagpipes, while it's a snarky line after snarky line after snarky line being delivered, I mean, I'm amazed he even got a word in edgewise with that crowd. Reclaim my time! Reclaiming my time! I mean, how do you get anywhere? Again, this goes back to the question of Congress is there to provide oversight and to seek transparency when it comes to their uh, check and balance of the executive branch. How are they doing their jobs? if they ask a question and do not want the answer, aside from political posturing. It seems to me that they are derelict in their duties. And sure, sure, it may look good to to their bases back home who are probably going to re-elect them no matter what they do. I mean, if Marion Barry can be reelected to mayor of D.C. even after getting busted for buying crack, I'm sure if they caught uh, any number of those Democrats snorting, snorting cocaine off of a underage Jeffrey Epstein hooker's butt. I'm sure that they would get reelected in a heartbeat because they don't their base doesn't care whatever it takes to hashtag resist hashtag drunk bad hashtag orange man bad. I will be right back. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop. 
And there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring Podcast. And as always, stay relentless. All right, getting back into it. Oh, my goodness. Um, So, uh, those of you who love Copper in the background, she is <laughs> full of it tonight. Um, so, uh, one of the big stories that's been kind of chewing up social media today is, um, this is a from a tech site called The Verge. President Trump plans to sever TikTok from Chinese owner, Bloomberg reports. We are taking this very seriously, said Secretary of State Pompeo earlier this month. And yeah, this is an article from yesterday. <laughs> Lady Dice, so if I push all those call-in buttons... Yeah, unfortunately, I could run this to where I could uh, run audio and I could take calls... The only problem with that is I get this really annoying hum in the background that makes listening to the show kind of difficult to the average person who doesn't like the sound of mosquitoes buzzing in their ears the entire show when listening on podcast. So, anywho's, yeah, so it came out that Donald Trump is considering an executive order that would essentially ban TikTok. Those of you who do not know what the TikTok is, this is a uh, social media platform that allows people to create goofy videos. It's kind of like, uh, like the Vine for 2020. As opposed to the annoying sound in the foreground. Oh, 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 Tony. You're lucky that I like you, and I'm not about to reject your donation every month. Anyways, uh, going back to this article, uh, President Donald Trump intends to sign an order that would direct ByteDance to sell its ownership of the U.S.-based video-sharing app TikTok. The order, which could be announced as soon as Friday afternoon, would employ the Council on Foreign Investment of the, in the United States, CFIS. You know, the, the same wonderful people who gave us the Uranium One being sold to Russia deal. Similar to the process undertaken against Grinders Chinese investors last year, I had no idea that the uh, that the uh, Chinese were so involved in gay hookup apps. That one's new to me. Earlier this month, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo told Fox News that the Trump administration was quote certainly looking at end quote banning TikTok in the country, stopping short of explaining exactly how it planned to do so. Quote, we are taking this very seriously. We are certainly looking at it. With respect to Chinese apps on people's cell phones, the United States will get this one right too. End quote. A TikTok spokesperson responded to the Trump administration's reported order and Microsoft speculation in a statement to The Verge. Quote, while we do not comment on rumors or speculation, we are confident in the long-term success of TikTok. Hundreds of millions of people come to TikTok for entertainment and connection, including our community of creators and artists 
who aren't building livelihoods from the platform. We are motivated by this passion and creativity and committed to protecting their privacy and safety as we continue to working to bring joy to families and meaningful careers to those who create on our platform. And the problem is with, with TikTok is not necessarily their uh, dumb videos. The biggest problem with it is that um, the uh, uh, ByteDance, the company that bought Musical.ly, does anyone remember Musical.ly where people do the videos of basically talking and auto-tune them and to make it sound like they're singing? Well, you know, they bought Musical.ly, then they had the ability to take, you know, you know, music, music that is licensed and allow people to make videos for those songs and share them. However, the problem is that, you know, they get all the info off your cell phone and then they turn around and sell it to the highest bidder. And that's one of those big things that we have been in a you know, we've been in a trade war with China. We've been in an info war with China, and one of the one of the big things that all of the negotiations with China over trade deals has been protecting intellectual property. In the case of TikTok, it's about protecting your data. Which, if you're concerned about TikTok taking your data and selling it to the highest bidder so that way it remains a free platform. Why are we not so concerned about other social media that will use your information because you can check into certain cities, locations to leave reviews, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And then oddly enough, you start getting more and more specific ads because you checked into Country Bob's uh, Coffin Emporium because your because your Aunt Mabel passed away and your coffin shopping and now you're getting ads for all the uh, all the local coffin manufacturers and you know funeral sales because again. All that data you're concerned about with your phone, you're, you're concerned that TikTok is doing that, but the Facebook and Twitter and Google and, you know, yada, 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 blah, 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 insert app here, insert tech industry here, they're doing the same thing. Now, granted, the... Chinese Communist Party is could be doing something nefarious or they're just so hard up on money that you know selling your data <laughs> Tony says they're they're American companies we can trust them they only have our best interests in mind no you look like an idiot Hey, producer, whoa, chill, be nice to the listeners. 
Um, but yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of false false security. You know, we sign up for a social media app, and it's like, okay, set my account, and I scroll through all this uh, legalese here to the bottom, click I agree, hit the sent, hit the submit button, and boom. And for all we know, we just agreed to give them our firstborn child. Because we don't read through the the end user agreements, you know, we don't read through and go see the line of legalese where it says this platform may use your data to blah 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 sell it for advertising blah 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 we make money off of you blah 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 you are the product blah blah. No one stops and thinks about that. They just go. Ugh. But uh, both Congress and the Trump administration have been skeptical of TikTok and its parent company, ByteDance, for years. Last November, CFIUS launched a national security review of the app after politicians voiced concern over the company's privacy practices and its alleged relationship with the Chinese Communist Party. Um, okay, there is no alleged relationship with the Chinese Communist Party. Under this uh, whole... This whole uh, hybrid capitalism, communism, economy thing—it's it, kind of like uh, like the fascism of the 1930s in Germany and Italy, to some extent, the United States, where you have government regulators who are, you know, placed within the company to make sure the company stays in line with the with the uh, communist party manifesto that way you know if this starts to get out of hand the government can step in and go no 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 this is no longer your company this is our company because you're not doing what we want you to do now i i know what you're thinking you you said to some extent the United States being fascist. Um, look at look at the uh, the Blue Eagle stamp and the National Reclamation Act under the uh, Roosevelt administration. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, I mean, when the American president is being regaled as a fellow fascist by fascist dictators, you might. It wasn't COVID. I just need, I just need more bourbon. Accusing me of having the COVID. Ain't no roan around here. I look at the, but when you have uh, an American president being hailed as a fellow fascist by fascist dictators, that should really tell you something about you know the quality of a president you have. Uh, Thursday, Senators Richard Blumenthal, old old Vietnam veteran, Richard Blumenthal, guy who sits a Vietnam vet, he never left the states during the entirety of the Vietnam War, and Josh Hawley of Missouri sent a letter to the Justice Department demanding the agency open an investigation into TikTok and Zoom over, quote, reported violations of American civil liberties 
and the national security implications of both companies' relationships with the People's Republic of China. End quote. Uh, TikTok reportedly denied sharing any user data with the Chinese government. I don't. Oh, my God. Curse you, Lady Di. I do. Tony says, whoa, you got the woo flu. Uh, Warns put a mask, mask on her face and phone speakers next time. You may have already killed us all. I would never kill anyone besides you would probably hug everyone to death before I killed you over the over the podcast. So got that going for you, Tony. But yeah, so that's the state of the world. We're going to try to cancel TikTok. Will we actually do it? Probably not. I mean I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying the president uh, bloviates and says a bunch of crap he really can't make happen. Well, I I would say um, he was he couldn't sign an executive order and build the uh, <laughs> and you know executive order to use Department of Defense funds to build the wall. Oh wait, he did do that. And then he was sued to stop building the wall. And then the Supreme Court did something miraculous. They actually sided with Donald Trump on something and said, no, 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 no. While this is playing out in the uh, lower courts, you can still use federal funds or use DOD funds to build the wall. So, huge shocker. John Roberts actually sided with the conservatives on that one. Huh, crazy. <laughs> and, and speaking of crazy and uh, people reversing courses on things, so a couple weeks ago, Trader Joe's announced that they're going to stop um, stop naming things like their ethnic foods, like their the Mexican food. They're not going to call it Trader Jose's anymore. Or... Uh, Arabian Joes for their uh, Middle Eastern food. Well, Trader Joe, uh, they reversed course and now they now refuse to kowtow to the outrage mob. And this is a story that was published yesterday uh, via Zero Hedge. Have we reached peak corporate cave-in? It kind of looks like it. Trader Joe's has decided to reverse course and not change all the brand labels of its products to satisfy the wokeness demands of a tiny, largely white, racism-parsing left-wing mob. Here's their statement. Emphasis on theirs. In light of recent feedback and attention we've received about our product naming, we have some things we'd like to say to clarify our approach. A few weeks ago, an online petition was launched calling for us to calling on us to quote remove racist packaging from our products end quote. Following were inaccurate reports, the petition prompted us to take action. We want to be clear. We disagree that any of these labels are racist. We do not make decisions based on petitions. We make decisions based on what customers purchase, as well as the feedback we receive from our customers and crew members. If we feel there is need for change, 
we do not hesitate to take action. So, apparently, apparently, so the story came out that uh, Trader Joe's changed these names. Um, yeah, that was a, apparently a preemptive strike by media to get them to change the names. And apparently it didn't work. Uh, when, when a company like Trader Joe's, which, is, which by the way, if you didn't know this, they're owned by Aldi of all places. If you've never shopped at Aldi, it's a great, great grocery store. Nice, well, well-priced stuff there. But, um, but for them to come out and Trader Joe's are the kind of new agey, kind of hippie, and you know the woke thing kind of falls in with their uh, their company platform. Maybe not so much as say uh, Whole Foods and you know their parent company Amazon, but the fact they came out and quite explicitly said uh, n- we don't think it's racist and we're not changing this because a petition wants us to screw off oh my god that is just absolutely amazing that a kind of woke company is not going to bow it, it, it makes me feel like there may be some hope and I, I emphasize some because, you know, right now there's a player for the uh, Orlando Magic. I don't know his name. I don't know the full story. I don't have his uh, statement given. Who, during the national anthem, he was the lone guy standing in the crowd of people giving the Nazi salute who was not saluting. By that, I mean he was the lone player for two NBA teams on the court who did not kneel during the national anthem. And on top of it, during his pre- during his presser after the game, he had the temerity, nay, the testicular fortitude to stand at that microphone and pronounce his dedication to his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is why he was not going to kneel during the national anthem. Oh. My. God. It's just seeing that just made me. It, it made my day, honestly. Although I think he pretty much signed his retirement uh, deal at that point. Because he is going, to, he's going to be like the a baseball player who didn't kneel. He's going to be like the soccer player who didn't kneel. He's going to be pilloried, and he's going to be made an example of. Because how dare you go against our narrative? Oh, I just, and I think we're, I honestly think we're going to see more of it. I mean, as wokey McWokeface as LeBron James is, even LeBron James who loves LeBron James more than anybody else could ever love LeBron James, refused to wear a social justice logo on his jersey because he wanted everyone to know that he's LeBron James 
and that he thinks he's as good as Jordan, which is the reason why he picked number 23. But that's a whole nut. That is a uh, that's a whole whole other uh, whole other bag of cash to get into that I'm not going to do here. However, today was supposed to be the day. Today was the day we were supposed to learn who Joe Biden was going to pick as his running mate. And as of 8:37 this morning, Joe Biden delays VP announcement another week. I'm pretty sure he may have forgotten to choose his running mate. I mean, again, this story, um, he's biding his time. Ah, ah, oh, that's a horrible, horrible dad joke. Anyways, Joe Biden is not expected to pick a running mate until at least August 10th. The presumptive Democratic presidential nominee had previously said he expected to name someone to the job by the first of the month. Uh, the late-in-the-game decision will put the announcement just one week before the Democratic convention that will officially designate the pairs of the party's presidential and vice presidential nominees. Biden, 77, would become the oldest person ever elected president if he triumphs in November. And many believe that he would only serve one. Oh, my. New York Post. What the hell? Do we not know how to write non-run-on sentences? I thought you were respected piece of journalistic integrity here. Instead, you have a sentence that takes up half the damn paragraph. That combination of factors has injected particular urgency into the Veep stakes, as whoever's selected would become an instant 2024 frontrunner and potentially shape the party for years beyond, which is probably why he's going to go with the craziest liberal Marxist that he can come up with. But, yeah, the fact they made this huge deal about, you know, oh, August 1st, August 1st, uh, Politico ran an article that this was several days ago that on August 1st, he announced Kamala Harris and he said, blah, blah, blah. It's like, are you, were you signaling for him? Is he still going to pick Kamala, but now he's going to just delay it to make it look like he thought about it longer or, you know, spent the next nine days remembering how to tie his shoes. I mean, it's easy to see when you have Joe Biden up there trying to speak, which if he's on a prompter, I will give you Joe Biden on a prompter is pretty good. I think he's better than Donald Trump. However, if that prompter goes down or in the event of a debate where he cannot have, uh, have a teleprompter to read his responses off of, He is more winding and unintelligible than me trying to do this podcast after two or three bourbons. I mean, he's just all over the place, and he, he slurs words, and, and, and well, you know, it, it, the, the thing. Honestly, I don't know why 
Joe Biden is even in this race. I don't know why, you know, I guess Hunter Biden's too busy knocking up strippers in Arkansas. I, you know, jet setting around the world, striking up uh, questionable business deals with uh, foreign enemies. But, you know, he hasn't really noticed that his dad's not all there. Uh, I, I, his wife is a friggin' doctor. I mean, can she not see what the rest of the world sees when he's making no sense, talking about corn pop and the kids rubbing the hair on his legs, and he learned about roaches and loves kids jumping on his lap. I mean, some we we need to take Joe's car keys away because he's at that point where we can't trust him to even drive. But in the in the world of democratic politics, it be what it be. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for uh, tonight's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. Um, and those of you who are listening on demand, whether it's at RelentlessDaring.com, whether it's on Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify, tune in. Let's see, anyone else? I'm working on Pandora right now. I'm still in the approval process for them, but I'm hopefully going to get picked up over there at Pandora. Um, again, thank you all for tuning in there. If you're listening on whatever podcast app you listen to, if you can leave a review, like say on Apple, you can. If you're listening on Stitcher and you want to rate and review it, you actually have to go to the website. You can't do it in app. It's really weird. I don't know why. But please uh, leave a nice review. Give me a five-star rating. You know, and then just for fun, if if there's that that crazy liberal person you want to drive nuts and just completely put them over the edge. Why don't you just share 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 the show with them? Say, hey, I think you might like this guy. Check it out. But I mean, um lo- love doing this. Uh thank you all so much. If you want us to help support the show, go to relentlessdaring.com at the top and bottom of the page, you will see a donate button. There you can set up a one-time donation. You could set up a recurring donation. You know, all again, all that goes to store or goes into the show to keep everything going and on the air. Uh, you can also go to click that shop link. You check out our hats, t-shirts, coffee mugs, and the like. And again, everything that's available there, you know, your all your purchases go into keeping this train wreck still on the tracks, hopefully for another week. And again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Cannot, cannot thank you enough. Y'all are amazing. And as always, stay relentless.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.